Bronx.
listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there from 1981, Disco Daddy and Captain Rap with Gigolo Rap. The first rappers to come out of Los Angeles with a recorded record. Disco Daddy and Captain Rap. And speaking of California Long Beach Rap, today on the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with Schnoop Doggy Dog. A brand new interview with Schnoop Doggy Dog. I've interviewed Schnoop Doggy Dog 15 years 15 years I've interviewed him for. The first interview, the year 2000. The second interview, the year 2002. The third interview, the year 2003. The fourth interview, the year 2007. The fifth interview, the year 2010. The sixth interview, the year 2013. And now in 2015, the seventh interview with Schnoop Doggy Dog and me, Nardwar the Human Serviette, for you today on the Nardwar the Human Serviette radio show. And to prepare you for Schnoop Doggy Dog, have a bunch of tracks to play for you, including right now, we're going to hear something by MC Frosty and Lovin' C, Radioactivity Rap from 1984. Again, from Los Angeles, California. But before that, we're going to hear a tiny little clip of Schnoop Doggy Dog singing, rapping in German. So, right now, here's Schnoop Doggy Dog rapping in German and an MC Frosty and Lovin' C with Radioactivity Rap from 1984 on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. Schön ist es auf dem Web zu sein, so die Biene tun im Sack sein, du in den Wäscheinen mein. Schön ist es auf dem Web zu sein, schön ist es auf dem Web zu sein, so die Biene tun im Sack sein, du in den Shine in mind. Please stand by. This program will be temporarily interrupted. Everyone, including freaks, 
to get help while the others stood just looking around, saying who's on the ground? Is there money in his pocket to be found? Kids smoking serve and sniffing cocaine, kicking back, wake the fame, insane in the brain of what you will be if sniffing cocaine and smoking, you see? Huh. Believing me like an ABC, don't live your life in no misery. Remember the days that we kept it live with temptations and the jack and five.
for a job in the classified ad. I looked to the place you could even ask that. I went downtown and the bras made a round. The position was cold for the next time around. I was mad at the man and not at myself. Said I was going to take stuff from somebody else. People were crazy because of the 80s. You got to have a car to catch the ladies. Big bad brother thinking he tough. Walking down the street trying to be rough. Little old lady coming home from the bank. Said to go home is what she thinks. Big bad brother comes up from behind. Scared the old lady out of her mind. Snatches the purse and he's on the run. So the lady takes him off the set with a gun. And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show on CITR, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You just heard right there, Radioactivity Rap from 1984 by MC Frosty and Lovin' C. And before that, Schnoop Doggy Dog singing in German. Coming up, a brand new interview from 2015 with Schnoop Doggy Dog. And to prepare you even more for Schnoop Doggy Dog's arrival, I have something, one of Schnoop Doggy Dog's favorite records, Muhammad Ali versus Mr. Tooth Decay, for you to hear. And right after that, as I said, an interview with Snoop Dogg coming up. I'm going to play some Swamp Dogg. Yes, legendary blues man, soul singer, Swamp Dogg. We're going to hear Yeah, Yeah, Yeah from his brand new album from 2014. So right now, here is Muhammad Ali and his gang versus Mr. Tooth Decay. Then Swamp Dogg with Yeah, Yeah, Yeah from 2014 and then a brand new interview with Snoop Doggy Dog on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. Who knocked the crack in the Liberty Bell? Ali! Who really gave that bell a smack? Ali! It's so hard that the bell did crack Hit it so hard with an awful whack Ali Country dear Ali Who made the ride of Paul Revere? He rode so hard and gave the British fear. Ali Maybe. 
sunny day in a neighborhood a lot like yours, the gang is having a club meeting. Donnie is president and is speaking.
looks like we won round one. The kids all cheer. What they hear comes from Muhammad's heart. Following his words of wisdom, Mr. Tooth Decay can't even start. The knockout punch comes after lunch when Sugar Cuba is gone. We leave this bunch of rascals lying in the lawn. Lollipop, sugar shake, chocolate sweets and pie. Willie Plack has a broken nose and a great big puffed up eye. Muhammad Ali and all the gang are so proud to say, with a knockout fist and a fancy twist, they put Mr. Tooth Decay away. Mm. Greatness. <laughs> Listen, Sugar Cuba, greatness is not great. I will show Muhammad Ali the greatness he would like to be the next time we meet. <laughs> Ali, we find, has a determined mind. And for kids, he won't turn back. He'll beat that Mr. Tooth Decay, who really is a quack. Mr. Milkshake will have his way. Chocolate fudge, he just can't budge. And so to the dentist, we make our way. And now, a special thanks to the American Dental Association. From yours truly, Howard Cosell, Muhammad Ali, Ozzie Davis, Frank Sinatra, Richie Haven, Ernie Morrison, Donald Siebert, and the Ali Gang for helping us create the greatest children's story ever told. And don't you forget Dick Lowski, the music man, sweet music. He's next. <laughs> America, we call upon you, you parents especially, to join in in our drive to destroy Mr. Tooth Decay. Stand tall and support our fight, all of us together. Once again, Howard Cosell reporting from ringside, and thank you very much. My name is Snoop Deal, motherfucking Double G. Snoop Doggy Dog, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Hey man, thank you for having me, man. It's an honor and a treat to be here once again. Snoop, we've been doing interviews for 15 years now. We've been together that long? That long, since Bones, 2000. Man, we may need to go on a date or something, man, or do something special, man, for our celebration of our 15 years of being together. Well, I really appreciate the love, Snoop, because you even shouted me out on Reddit. That was incredible, on Reddit. You're one of my favorites, man. I love doing interviews with you. I love coming to the city, and I look forward to seeing you, because, you know, you always bring me a bag of goodies, and... You know, you just really about, you're about this, this lifestyle and this culture, and you really understand the depths of, 
of who Snoop Dogg is. That's why I really love doing interviews with you. And I speak highly of you because you're one of the greatest interviews I've ever interviewed. I'm honored, Snoop, and I have a gift for you right now. Uh, and right here, in honor, in honor of our interviews, I have a Sam Cooke poster for you. This is an authentic right here, man. God damn. This is authentic right here. This is official like a referee with a whistle, man. Matter of fact, this is official like a Shihai Muslim with a missile. Oh, my, my. Look at this here. Dancing Concert Memorial Edition, Chattanooga, Tennessee, Wednesday, June 10th, Advanced 150, last day, $2, 8 p.m. Sam Cooke, everybody loves the cha-cha-cha with Jackie Wilson, Hank Ballard and the Midnighters, Marv Johnson, Emmett Davis, Seal Austin singing his big song, the Spence Twins, Johnny Watson, the DeLeos, the Pipes, Hank Moore, Baby Washington, Jesse Belvin, Cliff Driver. Yeah, this is a hell of a concert right here. And in person. The Falcons, you are so fine. And this is so important for Snoop Doggy Dog. This is the roots of Snoop Dogg, isn't it? This is the origin. This is the origins of me. Actually, my Uncle Junebug used to play everybody on this thing right here. Everybody that's on this poster right here, I've heard their music because of my Uncle Junebug. He used to play everybody on here. Everybody. I'm looking at these names like that's the first time I heard this name was listening to the music with my Uncle Junebug. This is an authentic Beautiful piece that I'm going to put around some glass and frame it and put it in my studio. Could you sign it for me? We'll do. We'll do that afterwards because I have another thing to give to you, Snoop. People always give me stuff to give to you. And right here, I have this drawing from Janice Fowler. She gave it to give to you. Janice Fowler? Janice Fowler. Check it out right there. Thank you, Janice. That's hard. A dragon. And I puff like a dragon. I must be Puff the Magic Dragon. Snoop, who owes you money? I ain't gonna say his name on camera, but that motherfucker know who he is. Well, I have some proof right here of somebody that owes you money. Check it out. Massachusetts right here owes you some money right there. Massachusetts owes Snoop Dogg $5,859.04. Why? Unclaimed funds. You're on the unclaimed funds list, along with Bill Belichick and Barack Obama. Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and Drew Bledsoe. He, oh, he, they owe him $55. Neil Diamond. Wow. And look how much cash is waiting for you. You want to go pick it up for me? I don't know if they believe me or not. Celebration of our 15 years. I'm giving Nardwar permission to go to the celebrities old money for mass unclaimed funds list to go collect my $5,859.04 for the actual retail price is... Wow, that seems semi-legit. Thank you, Snoop Doggy Dog. Oh, rocking and rolling, baby. I got you. We locked and loaded. Snoop, what was it like singing that song in German? That was incredible. Shoe shine, shoe shine. Shoe shine. I don't even know how I go, but that was some crazy shit, man. I had fun doing that. What was the background on that? I don't know. It was some crazy people singing the background. I guess it's a historic song in uh in Germany. I was honored to be able to sing it and do a video about it. And you are Snoop Doggy? Dog. Are you aware of Swamp Dog at all? Yeah, I know who Swamp Dog is. OG. Blues, baby. Yeah, and I have a gift here for you. Some Swamp Dog, his new LP right here. Yeah, Swamp Dog is a monster old school, man. Blues, that's his new record? 73 years old, still rocking. He rocked. My, my Uncle Junebug used to play Swamp Dog. That's what I first heard him. And turn it over. Check out Swamp Dog right now, rocking it out. Oh, no, he didn't. Look at the Swamper. 
He pulled up with a rat on a chain, man. He's a fool, man. <laughs> He's a fool killer. He has also an album called Rat On as well. <laughs> he a fool. And interesting enough, he briefly managed Dr. Dre too. Yeah, he did for a minute. Have you ever thought about getting together with him? It'll be like dog and dog. Dog, it'd be a doggy dog world again. So maybe. I like that Swamp Dog. Look out for me. Let's make let's make some music, man. Get with me. Let's get in touch with each other. Come on, Swamp. Snoop, do you remember the show Real People at all that used to be on TV? With Byron Allen. And John Barber. Yeah. Check out this comedy record that John Barber, a Canadian, put out right here. Have you seen this before? I've never seen it before. Is it a great record? It's pretty amazing. It has some interesting liner notes by Dick Gregory. Oh, Dick Gregory's on that He does the liner notes for the album It's Tough to Be White. The Wit of John Barber. Oh, that's dope. Snoop, here we are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada at the Harvest Moon Cup. Mm. It's very smoky, it's very foggy, but you know, what would you expect from the doggy doggy? And you have MaryJane.com right now. Yeah, MaryJane.com is coming to a hood near you. It is the encyclopedia for cannabis, so please be sure to tune in, lock in, and go find out more information so you can get down with the get down. Have you heard about Mary Gin? There is Mary Gin, a smoking essentials catalog from 1977. I've never heard of Mary Gin. That is so dope. What is this? The Mary Gin catalog. They have like weed deceders. They have family bongs. Wow. This is the birth of the hippie era. That's exactly what this is. This is the birth of the hippie era. The origins. It's actually a history book. I love it. I love it. I love it. They got bones and pipes and mechanisms. You know what I'm saying? This is pre. This is pre the technology that we in right now. This is the origin. This is probably where they got all that stuff from nowadays. They didn't tell me about it. See, they go to zigzags and the papers to roll with. That's dope. This is fly. Thank you, Mo. I appreciate that, man. No problem, Snoop. Do you know much about the history of weed records? Like weed records. Like songs. No, I really don't, but I like I like songs that are cannabis-based or mar- marijuana, you know, based. I like the Peter Tosh song, Legalize It, and I'll Advertise It. Because if you go way back, they have songs on weed, a rare batch, going way back. Oh, my God. Whose grandmother is that? Classic jazz vocals. And if you turn it over, check out the titles and years that some of these things came together. I get low, I get high. I'm going to get high. Try some of that. That new kind of stuff. Don't start no stuff. The spinach song. I didn't, we know it's about spinach, right? I didn't like it the first time. Old Man River. Do you dig my jive? If you're a viper, knocking myself out. Pothound Blues. Wow. And some of those are from like the 30s, the 20s, the 40s. It's incredible. Going way back. It was. This is where the origins of it all. You know, we didn't create it. We just... We're part of the world that just keeps reinventing itself. And this is awesome history right here. I'd love to have this record so I can hear what it sounds like and the origins of it. Because it's probably got some music that we borrowed from hip-hop that came from here. Well, speaking of that, actually, this record right here, which is one of Currency's favorites, is A Child's Garden of Grass. Oh, wow. Whose record is this? I've never heard of this. Check out the titles again on the back of it. A History of Marijuana. Acquiring marijuana general effects, creativity, physical effects, psychological effects, time and space, getting hung up, funniness, meditation, eating food, listening to music, 
Making Love, Physical and Intellectual Games. Those are all titles off of this smash album, A Child's Garden of Grass. Believe it or not, Madlib has actually sampled that too. Madlib. Yeah, Madlib's a hell of a producer. I'm pretty sure he did. This is dope. This is dope, man. Snoop Dogg, the LBC. Did you live at 19th and Lewis? 1965, Lewis to be exact. I was curious, the King Swimming Pool, the Boys and Girls Club, was that in the area? Yeah, King Park Swimming Pool right down the street. What's so incredible at Long Beach is Ab Soul's grandfather is Cletus Anderson from VIP Records. I had no idea about that. Wow, I didn't know that. So he's the creator of VIP. And Uncle Kelvin Anderson. Exactly, exactly. So he comes from the Anderson family, so he's tied into the VIP musically. And I want to ask you about that. Have you ever seen Captain Rap out there? Bad times. I can't stand it. How about he paged me about three or four days ago and was supposed to come to my show, and he didn't show up. But I've been looking for this record right here. He was the first rapper from Long Beach. He lived on 21st and uh, Elm Street. Uh, and I think DJ Flash was involved with this, too. What can you say about DJ Flash? Yeah, that was dope, man. They was, they was like the first ones to do it, you know what I'm saying? And what's so wild and incredible about this, Snoop, is that this is put out by Ab Soul's grandfather and uncle, grandfather. That's from the VIP records? Oh, actually, Saturn Records was Cletus's record label. You can see right down there, Cletus Anderson, right there. Wow. Do what you feel productions. Snoop, I wanted to ask you about a couple more L.A. records. Let's get it. A big chunk of L.A. records right here. What can you tell the people about this chunk right here of L.A. records? King T, the coolest. DJ Pooh produced this record right here. Before I even looked at it, I could tell you that. They was on Techno Hop Records, which was owned by DJ Unknown. You better bring your gun is the B-side on that one, too. Ooh, they live in the streets, and they hustle for fame. Some bang forward limits, some clank cocaine. See, it's not a lifestyle. It's a full-time job. And if you live in Compton, it's like a macabre. From block to block, everybody's bad. And if you don't know where you at, you better tuck in your rag. That shit bang. That's, oh, that's when Mixmaster Spade had just got out of jail. That's so dope. That is so dope. DJ Pooh gonna love me for bringing this back home. And this is King T's first album, Act of Fool, which is produced by um, DJ Pooh right there. That's Pooh, King T, the Cadillac, the Coupe, the 12 Gauge. This this was a, a banger right here. They're going to mix Master Spade right there. They go Scotty D. Scotty D made the, um, the sweatsuits. They go Roger Clayton. That's Uncle Jam. He was Uncle Jam's army right there. And underneath it, we have Bobby, Jimmy, and the Critters with the Arabian Prince. What can you say about the Arabian Prince? Arabian Prince was an original NWA member. Um, and Bobby, Jimmy, and the Critters was Russ Parr, which he worked on the radio station of uh, 1580K Day. I believe Dr. Dre produced some of these records. Yep, he sure did. She got a big butt and all that. Look at all these roaches. This is DJ Unknown, huh? Yeah, what can you tell the people about DJ Unknown? DJ Unknown was the, um, one of the first L.A. producers that gave opportunity to all of the hip-hop producers to get down and do their thing. DJ Poo and all of them. He produced CMW, Compton's Most Wanted. He actually did a demo tape on me before I got on Death Row Records. Mm. And then 808 Beats by the Unknown DJ. I love this cover. Same, same producer, DJ Unknown. So just all dope beats and, you know what I'm saying, music for people to pop lock and break to and rap to back in the days. And winding up here, Snoop Doggy Dog, we have something in common. What's that? 
We both like the white shadow. Coolidge, salami. Yeah, man, Coach Carver. <laughs> what you know about that? Carver High. That was a great TV show. I was watching it. You were watching it. Yeah, at the same time. We probably was watching it at the exact same time. Uh, lastly, wanted to ask you quickly about some of these world-class wrecking crew records that we have here. World-class wrecking crew related records. This comes up actually to Scoop DeVille's dad, Kid Frost. Yeah, Commando Rock. Yeah, it's Kid Frost's early days before he did This Is For La Raza when he was down with the crew, you know what I'm saying? That's the young Kid Frost, Commando Rock. This is all pop locking and breakdance music, you know what I'm saying? And then Rodney O and Joe Cooley. Everlasting bass. That was a hit record right there. Did you cover him the other day at like Bottle Stock or Bottle Rock? Yeah, you heard that? I took the music and did Lottie Dottie over it. This is one of the coldest West Coast jams ever. Everlasting bass. And speaking of the world-class wrecking crew, this is what I wanted to ask you about. These world-class wrecking crew Snoop related records right here. The CIA. This is Jinx and Ice Cube before they got with uh, NWA, CIA. That's what this is, right? Yep. O'Shea Jackson, Tony Weedop, Jinx, and these, yep. This is my posse, produced by Dr. Dre. Would you have bought this record back then? Yeah. See, I had CIA. It was a cassette. I had it. What's on this one right here? And this is the world-class wrecking crew, Juice. I remember that song, too. It's all pop-locking music. And then calling Dr. Dre to surgery. Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre, 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 Dre. <laughs> and in the house calls. Anything about the house calls? Does Dre have all these records up on the wall at his place? Does he ever talk about these at all, Snoop? Nah, these records don't exist in Dr. Dre's world. <laughs> he don't got none of these records. Before you turn off the lights, let's get one thing understood. This nigga on the cover with no socks on, and he just sing one motherfucking note. But he got them niggas on the back and they did all the singing. Lonzo. That's the nigga Lonzo from the movie from, from Straight Outta Cut. Now you see? You see? They ain't make that shit up. This nigga on the front of the album cover with no socks on. Smoking the new He ain't even on the goddamn song. Snoop, you sampled this record right here. Kelly is active. You sampled Kelly's active. You sampled radioactivity rap. I also used, this is MC Frosty. I also use his lyrics, uh, cuz, blood, gang banging, dope slanging. You got to have knowledge in this world. You might get your purse snatched before your eyes swirl. You're doing your job every day and then you work so hard till your hair turn gray. Let me tell you about life and about the way it is. Remember that? That's what I, I took lyrics from that and did it over on the Tupac America's Most Morning for that second verse. I was thinking about Tupac and the lyrics you just recited. Is there any chance I might be able to interview the Tupac hologram? I may be able to hook it up for you. You got to get your money right, though. That's going to cost a little bit. And Snoop, lastly, lastly here, have you seen this record? Have you seen this record right here? The crapping shit contest record. Oh, no. What is this shit? It's on your favorite label, Laugh. Oh, uh, with, uh... Rudy Ray Moore and all those. Yeah, this one of them records, huh? And believe it or not, this is a bootleg. They bootlegged a 1947 farting record. They oh, wow. Think about that. They bootlegged a farting record from 47. The power of positive stinking. Crazy. Laugh Records was off the hook, though. They made some of the dopest records, like the Rudy Ray Moore Eat Out More Often record. That was one of my favorite records to listen to. It was so funny. Uh, LaWanda Page, Leroy and Skillet. 
Dope shit. And Snoop, your favorite. This person is very important. Have you ever seen this record before? Ali and his gang versus Mr. Tooth Decay. I never seen Muhammad Ali go up against Tooth Decay. With Howard Cosell as the announcer. Oh, no, I never seen that. This is the man from uh I got some beef in my teeth and some chicken too. Hey, that's a cavity. Hey, that's Snoop. And if you don't brush your teeth, this is what you do. You be your yuck mouth. Yeah, that's the two Duke decay man. And Frank Sinatra on it too. Oh, that's heavy. And Jane Kennedy when she was a young cute thing, huh? Mm. Ossie Davis. <sighs> mm. Snoop, anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Old Blue Eyes, Dog Sinatra, make a nigga disappear like Jimmy Hoffa. The Glockaka, Ho Hopper, Showstopper. Watch your mouth, bruh. I put you in the brick in the building and separate you from your children. Stay G'd up. All the G's from my set ain't never PC'd up. Well, thanks so much, Stoop Doggy Dog. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do the loot do. Do do. <laughs> They live on the street and they hustle for fame. Some kill for a living, some slay cocaine because it's now a lifestyle and a full-time job. And if they live in Compton, it's like a macabre. From block to block, everybody is bad. And if you don't know where you're at, then your life's been had. Cause they walk in the street with intentions to meet. Some sappy looking punk with Vila on his feet. And if you try to act tough for Mr. Tough, you'll fool. Cause everybody's a family. If not, they're a crew. I'm here to give some advice. Advice. Convertible with all gold dates. 
decide to take a ride down the Crenshaw Strip, you stop at the Fat Burgers to feed your lip. You got your sound bumping, playing zapping vibe, a skeezer comes your way. You say, let's take a ride. So you cruise in Crenshaw with her, you're going to bed. A brown colors pulls up and put a gaze to your head. It says, get out your car. If you value your life. And leave your money. If you love your wife. Now you're standing in the street looking like you're on crack. And you say to yourself, I can't believe I got jacked. You call the police because your car they stole. But when you get in touch with them, they put you on hold. Your car is gone, nothing could be done. So next time you cruise Crenshaw, you better bring a gun. Alright, I wanna thank Mix Master Spade for coming out to rock with me. And Greg Mack, the Mac Attack. Oh yeah. And I also wanna thank J-Roll and Sweet Tooth for coming out and rocking. DJ Boy, Bubble. And I wanna thank Scotty D, Cold Crush Chris, and DJ Pool, the hip hop gangster. When he say he beat him up, he don't beat nothing. Word. And oh yeah, I forgot somebody. Unknown. Yo, man, who blew up that McDonald's on Central and Rosecrans, dude? And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there King T and Mixmaster Spade with Ya Better Bring a Gun from 1987. And before that, an interview with Snoop Doggy Dog from the year 2015. A brand new interview with Snoop Doggy Dog. You can check out all my older interviews with Snoop Doggy Dog at Nardwar.com or a few of them are on YouTube as well. Right now, some more Snoop related records. We have right now a record that was referred to in the interview. A Child's Garden of Grass. And then right after that, going to play a track from Weed, A Rare Batch, The Spinach Song. So right now, here's A Child's Garden of Grass on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show from 1971. Amen. Mm. Try some of this. It's absolutely dynamite. Oh, yeah? A child's garden of grass. Many people have smoked marijuana. Many have seen marijuana. But very few people have ever heard marijuana. The History of Marijuana. Marijuana was first discovered in Twin Falls, Idaho in 1907 by a small Polish immigrant by the name of Wayne Krolka. The discovery occurred in early May while Wayne was working late in his study one evening trying to find a shorter route to India. That's one small toad for man. And a giant toad for mankind. Acquiring marijuana. There are four basic methods of acquiring marijuana. Buying it, growing it, receiving it as a gift, and stealing it. Buying marijuana. <clears throat> yeah? I'd like a big bottle of root beer, please. Okay. And a uh, copy of Playboy. All right. And some uh, pistachio nuts. Yeah. Could I have a cleaner copy of Playboy, please? Uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's kids. 
And a pack of marijuana, please. Uh, Mexican, Vietnamese, or domestic? Um, Mexican. Flip top, flat box, soft pack, or bulk? Take bulk. Thank All you. right, that comes to, uh, that'll be uh, 215. 215. Growing marijuana. <laughs> Mary, Mary, quite contrary, how doth your garden grow? Really great where there's no heat. And usually best when I put the seeds about a half inch underground, water lightly once a week, and hope for the best. Receiving marijuana as a gift. Getting grass as a gift is probably the nicest way of all of acquiring it. Here are a number of methods guaranteed to get you free grass. Be very, very nice to everyone you meet. Or look for people who are smoking grass. Go over and stand next to them as quietly as possible and look wistful. If they give you any, be sure to say thank you. Or... Become a narcotics officer. Or... Be a very beautiful girl with large breasts. And, if none of these methods work, then whenever you're taking a walk, look on the ground for rolled-up baggies with a rubber band around them. Stealing. Now here's the main method for acquiring yourself some free grass. You just creep up on someone and go, Hey, say what happened? look up there. Well, well, and you cop that grass oh. and split. The effects of marijuana. The first time a person tries to get stoned, he may not feel any effect whatsoever. Many people, even Methodists, find that after smoking for hours, particularly with good grass, they'll still feel no effect the first two or three times. For them, we recommend needlepoint, weightlifting, or any of the other traditional methods of reaching nirvana. I can lift 347 pounds over my head, but still, nobody likes me. We believe that, except for a few weirdos here and there, everybody can feel the effects of grass. Fortunately, all the barriers which keep a person from getting high are easily overcome, once you know them. The first barrier to overcome is the belief that smoking grass gives one a kick. It does not. You do not get a kick or a rush from grass. The second barrier is that there's no way to know how you're supposed to feel. So you don't know what to look for. On the third barrier, there's a roadblock. Your papers, please. Uh, I only have a pipe, man. Then you'd better come with me. Creativity. Spinach has vitamin A, B, and D. But spinach never appealed to me. But one day while having dinner with a guy, I decided to give it a try. I didn't like it the first time, it was so new to me. I didn't like it the first time, I was so young, you see. 
I used to run away from the stuff But now somehow I can't get enough I didn't like it the first time Oh, how it grew on me I didn't like it the first time I had it on a date Although the first was the worst time Right now I think it's great Somehow it's always hitting the spot Especially when they bring it in hot I didn't like it the first time But oh, how it grew on me on the shelf cause now I make a pig of myself I didn't like it the first time but oh how it grew on me I've gotten wise, I got enough for two dozen guys. I didn't like it the first time, but oh, how it grew on me. I didn't like it the first time, but oh, how it grew on me. And you're listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show you just heard right there from 1947 the spinach song by julia lee and her boyfriends and before that a child's garden of grass and got another record right here that was referred to in the interview with schnoop doggy dog the crepitation contest it's on laugh records and cliff nesteroff the amazing Cliss Nefteroff from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, a.k.a. Shecky Gray, writing a big book on comedy, told me that this record is actually a bootleg. So it's Laugh Records making a bootleg of a 1947 farting record. Yes, the record is called Hey Baby, It's the Crepitation Contest. No shit. And it's a picture of two toilets talking to each other. The Crepitation Contest contest the power of positive stinking so on the laugh record label that snoop mentioned had many great artists including rudy ray moore with eat out more often but this record again is a bootleg of a 1947 farting contest so here we go a little bit of the crepitation contest on laugh records a bootleg of a recording originally done in 1947 of a farting contest on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. It's all set again and seems to be straining a little more cautiously. And here is... 
thunders break. Oh, a beautiful bit of wind-breaking virtuosity, a most difficult, a most difficult part to perform without clutching. This man has wonderful control, and the crowd are really warming up to him. That last, that, that thunders break, counts 30 points, and it takes Lord Windesmere up to 95 points. It's getting very tense now, and here it is. Here is the next one. A trill blow, a trill blow. Ten points, followed, followed by a resounding single flutter blast. I think that is. Wait, yes, the judges uh, proclaim that to be a, a single flutter blast. A lovely, a lovely change of pace there. And now the excitement is going unbearable as the champion uh, takes a step away from the post. And his score is... 120, just three points short of the Paul Boomer Just three points short. If he gets one, one more fuzzy or two small freaks, it's all over with the shouting, and the challenger will have to return to Australia with his shattered hopes. I think everyone's heart aches for Paul Boomer. He's really a great guy, but uh, Windy Smith steps up to the post again and looks very confident as he gets ready for the killing. And here it comes, uh, a three. A three, that's two more points. A little small three was all it was. Two points, and now it's practically over. Just one more of those little three, those little two-point threes in the contest will be over. It seems as though his lordship was deliberately tormenting Boomer by dallying. But Boomer's smiling. It's a fourth smile, but he's trying hard. He's sitting there trying hard to take it like the grand sportsman that he is. But you can see defeat standing ready to sweep away his dreams at almost any instant. And now Lord Windesmere steps forward, and hello, hello, he's going to use the farting post, his final evidence seems. Uh, flexes his knees, it looks as though he's going to try for a high-scoring effort for a whirlwind finish, perhaps another Sittler. And now he's trying very hard, the veins are, are starting out on his forehead, and even the trickle of perspiration venturing down his temple seems to hesitate, so that this mighty last effort should have undivided attention. Now, a suggestion of a smile from the champion. He seems to have decided just what treatment is going to give this final bid. I see the audience almost to a man is on its feet, breathless and tense. He closes his eyes. A look of pure ecstasy on his face. Oh! Oh, he sits! The champion is disqualified! Ladies and gentlemen, as a special service feature, we have brought you direct from the ringside of the Maple Leaf Auditorium a blow-by-blow description of the first trepidation contest held under international auspices. This broadcast replaced midweek meditations usually heard at this time. Your narrator, Sidney S. Brown. And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there the power of positive stinking there. A crepitation contest bootleg from the 70s on Laugh Records, as if I haven't said enough, originally recorded in 1947. In past weeks in the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show, I've been playing quite a few political records, even had some political interviews with Justin Trudeau, Pierre Elliott Trudeau, 
Thomas Mulcair, Jack Layton, John Cretchen, a whole bunch of political interviews, a whole bunch of political music. I thought I had finished playing the political music, but I got a submission from Ralph. Ralph heard that I was playing political songs and recorded a song specifically for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show about Justin Trudeau. So I thought I would play that right now. Thank you so much, Ralph Shaw from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Here we go with Ralph Shaw doing Trudeau about Justin Trudeau on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. Hello, Nardwar. This is Vancouver entertainer Ralph Shaw here, and I heard that you have been playing Trudeau songs on your radio show. So I've written a Trudeau song and I thought you might like to hear it. And I wrote this after hearing all the things that people have been saying about our new prime minister. And I've done my best to encapsulate those, those ideas and feelings into one song. Here it is. Hope you like it. He's the man of the hour. He's a man of today. Trudeau's going to show you a better way. He could paddle a canoe, he could swim like a porpoise When he got support of the Liberal caucus He's the man of the hour, he's a man of today Trudeau gonna show you a better way He got a pretty face, he got pretty hair But there's a lot more going on in there He's the man of the hour, he's a man of today Trudeau gonna show you a better way well, all politicians, they are all the same But he got his own style and he plays a new game He's the man of the hour, he's a man of today Trudeau gonna show you a better way He knows how to box and he got a tattoo He can quote Shakespeare, Margaret Atwood too He's the man of the hour, he's a man of today Trudeau gonna show you a better way Here's a cheer for Sophie, whom he adores, to whom he even shows affection while out of doors. He's a man of the hour, he's a man of today, Trudeau's gonna show you a better way. Well, Harper was the king of the ruling class, till Trudeau came along and threw him in the gutter. He's the man of the hour, he's a man of today, Trudeau gonna show you a better way. All the First Nations are starting to say Fresh water is a-coming and hope is on the way He's a man of the hour, he's a man of today Trudeau's gonna show you a better way Such a thing in our democracy He's the man of the hour He's a man of today Trudeau gonna show you a better way Well now he's got the flint And he's got the fire He's got the words And the power to inspire He's the man of the hour He's a man of today Trudeau gonna show you a better way Environment, economy and education He'll get success through cooperation He's the man of the hour, he's a man of today Trudeau gonna show you a better way Well there'll be food and drink and no more need He's gonna house the poor and legalise weed He's the man of the hour, he's a man of today Trudeau 
Shining light, and we got a new track. Our country was lost, but now Canada's back. He's the man of the hour, he's the man of today. Trudeau, gonna show you a better way. Oh, no more war is what we sing. We're a nation of peacekeepers, that is our thing. He's the man of the hour, he's the man of today. Trudeau, gonna show you a better way. He said, A Canadian is a Canadian. And on top of that, they're a Canadian. He's a man of the hour, he's a man of today. Trudeau's gonna show you a better way. He's a decent human being with a good education, so we put him in charge of the whole damn nation. He's a man of the hour, a man of today. Trudeau's gonna show you a brand new way. And there's more verses where they came from. Believe it or not, that was the short version. Hope you like it now, Dwar. Bye. Thoughts of you 
people come and shake their heads and cry for me. I guess they think that nothing can be done. And though they're trying hard to see me like I used to be, they can't give me one single place to run from thoughts of you. Thoughts of you. You're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And we just had a special guest just drop in to the studio right now. And who are you? Roger Allen. Roger Allen, returning <laughs> for the 16th time, so, kind of, sort of, on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. Yeah, 16 times, wow. You were just listening to my Schnoop Doggy Dog interview, and you walked into the station with all these records on other business. You were on other business, weren't you, Roger? Yeah, I was just walking by. You were just walking by with a huge (laughs) case of seven inches, and I thought, we got to get some of these on air, and you threw them right on the turntable, and we played a little bunch of them. What did we hear there from the beginning? Right after, of course, we heard Ralph Shaw's wonderful song, Trudeau, and then we slapped on a bunch of records. We heard two there, right? Yeah, uh, we heard D and the y- the Yeoman. I don't know. How Yeoman. Yeoman with, uh, in a, or no, Afraid of Love. And then after that, we heard The Preachers with Thoughts of You. Both on the Rio record label, and you're saying you think that they are actually Canadian bands. You know, D and the Yeoman eventually had a parachute club connection. You're no, saying. I, did. I didn't know that. When you mentioned that, I'm like, I don't, I didn't know what you were talking about. But yeah, um, I believe they're both Canadian. Yeah. And you really liked the song that we just played there. How come you liked it? Because the singing was off tune there. Like, what made, what attracted you to that one? I like that particular song. Yeah, because it's unusual. Because yeah, the singer's voice is out of key. And what can you say about the records where you got them? Where did you get those particular ones? The D and the Yeoman <laughs> and the Preachers. Uh, these records would be the result of buying a case lot of albums and sitting in front of a record player with an iPad and uh, listening to them and looking them up and then throwing away a few hundred records and keeping about 10. But do you know exactly where you found them? I found these at, uh, I bought a, a case lot, I bought about 307 inches of uh, couple months ago and I went through them all at a garage sale. Actually the other one there is not what we played is it? Because that's on the turntable. One of those is D and the Yeoman and we just heard the Preacher's Thoughts of You which is actually on a different label which is not on the Rio, it's on the Barry record label, the Preacher's. And you're saying they're Canadian for sure. I'm almost positive. I looked it up last night. And right now we have something by People. 
What attracts you to this record, Roger? People are uh, sort of an unheard psychedelic band, and the name of the song is really great. Somebody tell me my name. And we're going to follow it up with another people, aren't we? Another people connection. Yeah, this other this other seven inch uh, Stephen Ma- Monahan with Lost People. It's uh, it's pretty. I mean, it may not be worth a lot of money or that, but it's a pretty rare uh, forty five that um, very little information is out there about. So it's got to be good. So here we go right now with people from Somebody Tell Me You're Wrong. That's what the name of the song. What's the name of the song here? <laughs> Some- Somebody Tell Me My Name. Where did you learn to write, Roger? <laughs> You're writing. I haven't, I don't handwrite anymore. Who? Do- Nobody handwrites anymore. iPad action. Yeah. Artistry, Roger Allen. But the most important thing is Roger always carries with him a box of 45s and he's bestowed a Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show with a bunch here as we end the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show Snoop Doggy Dog edition. But we're going to jam in a few more little tunes that are Snoop Dogg approved. Right, Roger? He was here and he said he liked them. So here we go. Roger's Jukebox. As I wander through this city In a nameless town I walk Now I've got this empty feeling Names on sidewalks scribed in chalk But powdered people cannot talk Can this be a city's tombstone? Broken neon signs that say Happy days are here forever I think I'm in a play So let me think about today What will become of me now that I'm here? When will the crowd give a cheer? Have you got the time of day? It doesn't bother me. The time I've got could fill a day in one eternity. It seems so strange it doesn't change. There's no one here but me. I wouldn't like to take a chance in real reality. So long ago the city roared. It filled me inside out. Today I find an empty piece I shatter with my shout. Look into windows where people have been. No one expected to win Climbing stairs to reach the ending Of a life that's been a sham Why should I Here, won't you take this man? No one left to lend a hand. Everything happens when nothing's the same. Somebody tell me my name. Somebody tell me my name.
look around you, see all the people who have nowhere to go, nothing to do. They don't let on that they're lonely. They just walk on feeling blue.
And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with a special visitor that happened to come by for the 16th time. Who are you? Crooked Walker. Roger Allen. Crooked Walker. Roger, you bought a chunk of records and you brought as well. What did we hear and what did you buy? Are all those records you just in, in, inherited? You bought every single one of those? Uh, yeah, I bought every single one of those. Uh, that very first song was People with Somebody Tell Me My Name, and then Stephen Monahan with Lost People. And that last uh, very uh, early punk song, I guess you could say, is uh, Shadows of Nights with Gospel Zone. Which I first heard that Girl Trouble did a version of, and I got the 7-inch, and it was great, but I never actually heard the original by the Shadows of Night, at least not the version on 45. I've heard like the album version or a live version, but yeah, that is really punk. Yeah, it has a great... Great guitar sound. And it's interesting, too, because you brought in a 7-inch by Mudhoney with Billy Childish, and Girl Trouble played with Billy Childish and the head coach at the Arcadian Hall. It was the head coats, it was Mummies, it was Girl Trouble, it was the band The Worst, the band Evaporators at the Arcadian Hall. The gig <laughs> didn't do too well. It was on Main Street because that same night there was a gig with the band Volcano Sons who were ex-Mission of Burma, oh. legendary Mission of Burma. But what was weird was the day before in Seattle, that gig, that same gig, minus the evaporators and the worst, drew 1,200 people to the off-ramp wow. in Seattle. But in Vancouver, we did it all ages, and we got probably about maybe like 100 or 90 people. Because I want to make it all ages, but it really didn't do too well. But in Seattle, it was a huge, huge gig. But I think it's great, though, that we had an all-ages Billy Childish gig. We yeah. didn't get to your Mud Honey 7-inch, no. but an all-ages Billy Childish gig, which was probably the complete wrong thing to do, considering that most Billy Childish fans love to drink. But I just yeah. thought we had to do it. The ironic thing was a week later it was a chance to be able to put Billy Childish together the head coats with Fugazi like Fugazi and the head coats together right. but my buddy Grant from the band The Schmuggler said nah that wouldn't work but we should have done that in hindsight because then more people would have seen the head coats. As it turned out though I think everything worked out in the end at the North Van Recreation yeah. Center and I think you were at that gig I was too. at that gig yeah. Was that the only time the Mummies played in Vancouver? They had played earlier at the Town Pump in Vancouver BC Canada with the Mono Men I oh, think okay. as well. Okay, and cool. they did a couple times, but that was one of their gigs, yes, that they had played in Vancouver. And they also did a little tour to like Kelowna and Penticton that Grant set up for them as well. Again, all ages for the mummies. Right. So thank you for bringing in these tunes. Really appreciate it, Roger. No where did you get that Shadows of Night one? Do you remember where you got that Shadows of Night one? Shadows of the Night was, again, like almost everything I have at a garage sale. Just some random, we don't remember the exact location. No, I don't remember the exact We can't location. go knocking on the door no. to see if they have anything else there. <laughs> no, I wish I could, actually, now that I think about it. And right now we're going to end with another one of your selections, a song you truly like, because the other ones you don't like. Uh, I like those, <laughs> but I really like this song, uh, The Shangri-Las, uh, Give Him a Great Big Kiss. It's, uh, it just is a, I think it's a Phil Spector song. I could be wrong on that, but I think it is. And uh, it just has a great sound. And you were also saying your wife has an event coming up sometime at the rickshaw. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a craft fair at the rickshaw. It's coming up. I think it's at the end of November. It's a, sort of an unusual uh, venue, and I believe there's going to be some bands playing as well. So uh, I guess Google it. So thanks so much, Roger. <laughs> Here's the Shankar Laws and do 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 do. When I say I'm in love, you best believe I'm in love, L-U-V. <laughs>
Dancer? What do you mean, is he a good dancer? Well, how did he dance? 